0: Welcome to Unlocking Potential, a podcast from Baldwin Technology. We're fueled by 100 years of innovation, providing the top hardware, software, and consumables to automate, enhance, and apply intelligence to production processes. Join us and learn how you can unlock your full potential. Well, with the steady rise of e-commerce and increasing demand for high graphics printing further fueled by the COVID-19 pandemic, the demand for corrugated production is sky high. Yet the market is fragmented with many corrugated printers and tough competition, making it increasingly important for printers to employ leading-edge technology at every step of the process to achieve optimum results. With Baldwin's cleaning, drying, and curing systems in place, high graphics corrugated box printers can produce works of unmatchable quality at unbeatable speeds in a manner that is safer and more eco-friendly than ever before. Baldwin also provides consumables such as cleaning detergents, parts and aftermarket service. Joining us today are Baldwin Technologies Lee Simmons and Miles Lamont Shepherd, who will be focusing on the technologies that will help push production speeds in corrugated printing while improving sustainability, safety, waste reduction and more. So, Lee and Miles, thanks so much for joining the podcast today.
1: No, thank, thank you. you. Good to be here, Peter.
0: Excellent. Well, we are thrilled to have you guys on the show, uh, Lee. Let's just get a little bit more uh, about your background, and we're going to discuss this with both of you. But, but, Lee, just tell us a little bit more about what brought you to your role at Baldwin.
2: Okay, so, uh, so yeah, I've, I've always been imbol- involved in print uh, since leaving school. Studied lithographic graphic printing for for a good five years um, in the early nineties. The machines I specifically worked on were, were kind of all equipped with the, uh, with the latest technology from Baldwin. I was kind of familiar with the company from an early age, should I say later in my teens anyway. And then uh, throughout my career I kind of had a brief 18-month period uh, in production management and then decided to take, take my career in the 2000s into, uh, into technical sales where I worked for, for one of the largest print consumable companies in the UK – I then became a director of that business, uh, director of sales. And then after several years, decided to kind of take up an opportunity with Baldwin and decided to give Capital Equipment a shot. I knew Baldwin very well. Obviously, I'd, I'd known him for many, many years. I knew all about the great ethics and the, the customer trust and the, the fantastic equipment that they've always kind of had and the reputation that goes with it. Yeah, I mean, Baldwin were looking to expand into new markets uh, using similar ideas that that, uh, that that brought to the forefront of offset printing, where they've been extremely successful, and uh, and of course flexo printing at the time and and still is now, is is an area of print that's that's continually growing. So uh, so that what brought me to Baldwin.
0: Fantastic stuff. So uh, Miles, give us a little bit of information about your background as well.
1: Yeah, sure. A career's not as, as illustrious as uh, as what Lee's been up to, but um, yeah. So I, I did a mechanical engineering as a study, and following from that, I was sort of looking around for obviously places to, to go and and develop what I'd learned and sort of get some first hand experience. Well, I actually joined the uh, Primark division of Baldwin doing the UV lamps in a technical capacity, sort of designing the lamps um, and dealing with sort of uh, any issues that they had, things like that. And about a y- six months to a year in, I, uh, I moved over to sales. I think it may have been something to do with being the only engineer, one of the only engineer wearing cufflinks or something. But uh, for some reason, I was I sort of looked at to join the sales team. Uh, i working in the sales team now for two, five or six years. I'm looking specifically at new markets or industrial applications, Maybe just a bit after Lee, but sort of similarly looking at um, expansion of, of sort of Baldwin's solutions for areas outside of what we're traditionally involved in.
0: That's fantastic stuff, and it is the cufflinks that will always get you miles. I didn't. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep <laughs> they were
1: nice here. cufflinks. I think yeah, yeah, they worked well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out for those. They'll uh, they'll get you places, but um, yeah. <laughs> But Baldwin has historically strived to make the press operator's job easier and safer, right? And the development of most of its technologies have been inspired by press operators themselves, right? So uh, can you guys tell us a little bit more uh, about that and and how... Press operators have really driven the innovations that, that Baldwin has undertaken and has uh, has released to the market.
2: Yeah. So, so firstly, we, we can make um, we we like to make long lasting partnerships with our customers, where where we have customer trust and where we can fully support our customers and and also help guide our customers on the journey to help them become the very best and most efficient in in what they do. So, coming on to our our kind of. Uh, Flexo Cleaner Brush Surface Cleaning Technology. The system's specifically designed to, to reduce huge amounts of time that have been lost by operators that continually have to clean the printing plates. And this kind of happens at all stages of the print run. So it can happen at the beginning, it can happen in the production run, and it can also happen at the end of a print run, once they've finished printing the job that they've they've kind of uh, they've got on. And, and all of this time, what we see is that it's not always accounted for by, uh, by the supervisors or the production managers. and huge amounts of time are, are kind of lost. and there's, there's many reasons for that. So So when we look at the production room, the, the, the quality in print is always pushing the boundaries. And occasionally you, you can get debris, you can get paper dust, you could get dried ink on the printing plate. sometimes they have board jams. Uh, Colour variation can cause the operators to stop the machine and go in and clean the plates again. And also a viscosity change. And um, you know, this is the need and requirement why we need to clean these plates. And and for many years, many years experience from Baldwin, this this used to happen in offset printing. and, And Baldwin were the first company to develop a system to automatically clean printing blankets. And now, for, for many many years, almost every offset printing machine has a system to clean printing blankets, and it kind of became a it became a game changer in the offset world, and it became a standard and an an essential part of the of the print process almost. So, so when we kind of look at flexo printing on corrugated board, we see exactly the same trend happening again. Because so much time is being lost and, and the print quality needs to be maintained as well. They're almost competing with offset of flexo, corrugated printers for the quality. And obviously, lost time it, it impacts on operating efficiency. It affects the production figures. Yeah, it, it can be seriously impacted. And it also becomes uh, expensive for companies that are trying to compete. And sometimes even without understanding and accounting for how much time they're really, really losing. And consequently, in the end, it, it restricts them for output, uh, it, rest- it restricts more production, and, and ultimately squat more square meters of board through the machine. So we, we can eliminate all this time, um, all this wasted time in a very efficient way. Um, and the automation of, of our systems help maintain the print quality and, you know, re- reduce all that wasted time.
0: Absolutely. Now, Miles, let's talk about it from the drying side. How does this make an impact for you?
1: Um, so for Baldwin, we were actually one of the original dryer suppliers for the, the corrugator market under the, the name Oxydry. Uh, and from our experience, when you have a, a press, um, especially if it's a flexible folder or rotary die cutter, they usually have different equipment from different suppliers, you say, amalgamated to make one line. And you, that can then lead to you having different HMIs and things to contend with, different um, softwares and, and interfaces. And press operators are busy. You typically have two or three press operators to uh, to, to one machine. Um, you're running it, making sure that it's, it's maintained and, and doing what it should do. And to learn all of those different uh, controls and interfaces and optimize the equipment through that can be uh, a bit labored. And what we found in our experience is some people don't actually eke out those last few percents sort of a performance from a system such as ours and all the efficiency that we build into it, just of how they use it. Um, so what we try to do is just remove as much human in, uh, interaction with our equipment as, as possible, if needed. Um, we use things like uh, IntelliSense, which we, we pioneered for this corrugated space, I should say. Um, what they use is smart infrared sensors that measures the board temperature differential, so before and after the dryer. And from this, we can then vary the IR power level automatically to, to make sure that you're using basically the minimum amount of energy um, for any given press speed or condition. So if you sped up the press, the IR would go with it. And if you slowed uh, the press down, the same thing would happen where the IR would reduce its input power so that you weren't using too much or too little energy at any given moment. That obviously increases efficiency because you're not constantly fettling um, your settings. But in the past when we didn't have this type of system, you may have an operator who would have the, the dryer set for a given job and not adjust it for a job that maybe doesn't need as much energy. Uh, so obviously you're wasting then energy because you've got the dryer turned up more than you needed it to. And you don't actually get a beneficial effect on your on your board and actually in some cases you can, you can dry it too much. So this is just sort of one of the ways that we sort of remove um, an input from the operator makes his life easier, his or her life easier, I should say, Um, and also means that you're getting a much more efficient uh, process. Um, We also do, we developed, when we did the Octodry system, and this design hasn't really been surpassed yet to date, 150 millimeter modular segments, and these are easily changed without any tools. That means if you have a a lamp that fails, something like that, you can easily change these online, um, whilst the press is stopped for a very, very short period of time, which is, uh, far better than the solutions that were sort of available in the past and it also means that we can automatically adjust the width of the of the dryer um, depending on the board width that's being run and in some cases uh, on a, a mark Ward united or a bobs press for example there are others we'll automatically adjust the width of the dryer from the signal from the press. So there's there's you know, removing another step there. And you can go a step further and turn off individual modules where there isn't any print. And again, all of those sort of incremental savings add up to quite a significant energy saving, but also you know, just improving the overall efficiency of the process. Okay. Uh, and you can see from there, we're sort of taking away um, processes from the operator where possible to reduce uh, the sort of loading on them. Um, we also because of that we integrated job saving and again, it's, there's no point in sort of having optimum settings for a given job if you're constantly changing um, settings even if it's the same style of job or the same job again. So job saving is almost exactly what it says. It enables the operator to call up his his configured settings from before um, and enabling them again not to really have to do much but having the best uh, operation for the conditions. All of our systems also come with uh, IOT. So this is preemptive maintenance for prompts for um, downtime. We can actually view a system now um, in in live uh, conditions to see if there's anything going starting to go wrong with it. The way I like to I liken this is if you think about like the the oil light on your car, it comes on quite early and you can go down and, and get you know, 10 ten pound bottle of oil or something, top it up and, and you're fine to go. But if you didn't have that and you just left it, um, your your next sort of sign that you need oil is going to be when your your engine blows up and then it's a usually happens just before Christmas or something. Uh, it's a much bigger problem. <laughs> so we tried to sort of integrate those sort of things as well so that you can plan your maintenance into your normal maintenance stops, which everyone would do. Most of it on a dry system would be centered around just general housekeeping. We designed it in a way to, to really minimize the amount of maintenance required. But when you do need to have some sort of uh, interaction with it, we would like it that you just planned it in and it was very minimal because it's been caught early, if if anything. We also integrate on the safety side. We integrate a lot of safety features um, into the system. It's one of the the sort of forefronts of our mind in terms of this. We've been doing dryers systems for 40 years now. So we're well versed in in how to make sure that these systems are integrated properly and safely in a a whole host of um, presses, not only corrugated, but we integrate hardware and software features and also some of the just natural design of the system, light curtains, which is basically IR beams that that go across the lamp head. And uh, if a board was to fall into the lamp head, we interface with the press manufacturer whether it's a retrofit or or a new press doesn't matter, and we immediately shut down the press feed, so no boards can then come into the press. The IR will immediately switch off, uh, and we actually have a cooling action where the fans will turn on to 100% um, as well, just to help um, drop that residual temperature within the print units. Uh, We have camera vision systems, in there, so that you can see into the print units. On um, some of these presses, are really closed in, and it takes a while to open the print units to, to gain access. So we have camera vision systems so that you can see in there, and without having to stop the press, open them up. You can see what the condition of the print units like, and if everything's going along nicely. And also the the IntelliSense system that we, we discussed earlier doubles up as as a, a safety feature in that if the temperature within the print unit in any given area would go, or the board itself would go above you know a safe Temperature limit, what we are deemed safe, everything would also get shut down, and that that safety sequence I just uh, mentioned would be activated. So there's lots of different layers, and there's other stuff as well I could go on for a while probably. But um, there's other features in there as well. But we we yeah make sure that the integration of this system is as 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 safe as possible for for this environment, and um, yeah, we do a pretty good job at it as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Lee, I, I suppose one of the questions becomes, how do you blend both uh, saving time, right, efficiency with that quality that people have come to expect, right? So how do we accomplish time savings alongside, you know, maintaining the, the overall print quality that people have come to, to come to expect?
2: So Tyler, with the, the Flexo Cleaner Brush System, we, we can automatically clean the full width and the full area of the printing plate on each and every unit. What that means is that we can actually capture all of the ink and all of the paper fibres in each single clean. The way we do this is we apply a a small amount of of detergent or fluid to the surface of the brush. And this is delivered through some kind of uh, lasered special precision lasered spray nozzles. um, And we deliver that fluid to the brush. The, the, The cleaning cycle commences. And once we've cleaned the plate, we we dry the printing plate afterwards with a non-contact air knife. And the whole process behind that is incredibly fast. So if you imagine having kind of a four, five, six color print job, um, and most of these machines are uh, anywhere from 2.1 to 2.4 or 2.8 meters wide. So it's very, very time consuming. The operators generally spend huge amounts of time cleaning plates, it's, it's all non-productive at all stages of the print run. So it, it, it could take 10, 15 minutes for each and every plate or each and every time they stop, and that's for, for, for each and every print job that they print. And it, it could happen multiple times throughout throughout a day's shift. We, we kind of take all the manual requirement to clean and dry the place with, with just a push of a button, and we can clean and dry each and every plate consecutively, singly or consecutively throughout the machine. And, and, and the process just takes three minutes and 49 seconds. It's incredibly fast. So you can imagine how much time is saved each and every time they need to stop to do this. So, you know, you, you imagine you're doing this five, six times per shift um, at the beginning of a run, whilst the production is running and then at the end of a run, if they ever need to stop, there's lots of time that that needs to be saved there. So we we can do it all in one go. It's very fast, very efficient. When we talk about the production run, you know, we, we, we also see huge amounts of time that are lost from stopping the machine, to clean hickeys off, to clean debris from the printing plate. And, and the operators need to, to clean these plates to, to maintain the print quality. And it's, it's ever increasing, um, the demand from the customers as well. It all contributes to a loss of operating efficiency. You know, you, you're reliant on the operator to go into the unit, to clean off the defects and get the machine running again. And it's all lost time um, on a regular basis. You're accruing board waste on each and every single job, every shift, every day many, many times over. So in essence, the, the brush system can carry out all of these duties in, in, in such a fast time. If, if you also imagine that you have to stop to, to clean these these hickeys and debris off, we just have a one second contact with the printing plate mid-production run. Generally, it, it could take five minutes, it could take 10 minutes for, for an operator to do this manually. And we kind of do it with just, just a one second one second contact to the printing plate and it's done. When you when you calculate on average, we, we save around 98% of time from stopping mid-production run. And I would say around, on average, 80% of time lost at the beginning of a print run and, and at the end of a print run. So, you know, taking all that into consideration, the, the return on investment for our system is extremely short. Many comments, to be honest, Tyler, from our customers say that the system really is a no-brainer. So there you go.
0: Hey, that's a uh, that's a very strong strong testament. And and Lee, I I suppose I I wonder what challenges you see as you look forward. What challenges do you see for the future when it comes to this technology?
2: So, so the challenges that we kind of see. I mean, you know, for for sure, print quality is always increasing. The the demand for maintaining high quality whilst also being efficient is a challenge for. For many companies, especially when their margins can be tight, very competitive. I mean, the, the need to adapt, the need to invest in the latest automated technology to increase uptime and, and to also to, to become more competitive. And when, when you look at our technologies, both our, our flexo cleaner brush and also our drying technologies, we, we accomplish that. We're absolutely convinced that no doubt these technologies will become standard, a standard part of the machine. Um, in the future, I mean, the, the, the drying almost is now anyway. And, and similar to our surface cleaning systems have done in offset printing, it, it, it will just be a standard um, installation um, on, on, on new machines. We've seen it on new machines now quite frequently. So, yeah, we, we, we can offer, uh, when, you, when you combine our drying technology and our also Baldwin inspection systems, we, we can offer a fully closed-loop system it can further enhance the productivity, it can further enhance the quality, and, and also measure metrics and other data that can be analysed through our, like Miles has touched on, through our IoT technology. What I will say is at Baldwin, we, we really are at the forefront of technology within, within these industries. It's, uh, it's very exciting
0: times, to be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Miles and Lee, I suppose as we as we come to the end of our conversation today, I wonder if you have any closing thoughts, any closing statements, anything that you want people to know or people to be aware of uh, about this technology and what it's capable of. So let me turn it back over to you guys. Any final thoughts, anything that you'd like to share with our audience today?
1: Uh, sure. I mean, for me, in the last years or yeah, I guess since I've been doing this, I've seen a trend, obviously, as we touched on earlier, as, as quality is going up, People are sort of speccing um, more and more print units to, to achieve this quality and achieve this sort of complexity of color, dragging their, uh, their flexo uh, print more towards offset. And with this, I've seen a trend of, of sort of integrating um, lots of IR energy into a press to, to achieve drawing. It's sort of a, almost a misconception that you'd need more and more power and even bigger, wider lamp heads and things like that to, to achieve a drawing result. With what we've been doing the last forty years, and we've done extensive tests in the, in the shorter term to sort of optimize again, we haven't. We, we see basically that that you can have too much energy. Is my short point, I guess. I try to try and get to that. You can have too much energy in a press, and having um, a large module or, or lots of energy per print unit can actually be counterproductive. And we've seen that shown in some tests. So, I guess my my closing point would be: you're, you're far better uh, off. From a drying perspective, and I know it applies to lots of different things, to have a more a targeted system that's intelligently controlled, as we said, closed loop as well, with, with minimum intervention and sort of minimizes energy input. I don't think people quite realize sometimes, unless you get the bill, how much a, a drying system especially can cost if you have a a, you know, a large one. Because to, to when I say this title, sorry, they come in two different sizes predominantly, you get a wider longer module and a shorter cassette uh, for most installations so the more power you put in um, is costing tens of thousands a year extra unnecessarily perhaps or in most cases so i guess that's that's my point is you're you're better off with a more targeted system
2: we we know that that, the companies are are always trying to strive to be better you know sustainability is a big thing these days if we can save time with our technology, um, make, make companies more profitable with good, reliable, proven equipment, then, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're already helping many, many customers worldwide. They're, they're reaping the benefits, they're, they're producing more, and, you know, they're, they're, they're hitting targets that they've never hit before in the production. So it's quite proven, really. We're having many repeat customers come back for new machines that they're investing in, um, and even old machines as well, older machines that, that they're looking to, uh, to kind of retrofit. So it's a very interesting subject that, that we're touching on today. And um, thanks, Tyler. And, you know, it's, if, anybody, um, if anybody has any interest in any of his products, then, you know, head over to baldwintech.com and you, you can see his range of products on, on our website.
0: Yeah, that's a great shout. baldwintech.com is the website. You heard it from Lee there. Go and visit uh, their website. Get more information. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out as well through their website. They have a lot of ways that you can get in touch um, there on the site. So go make sure to do that and uh, and find out more information about all of the technology that we've talked about here on the podcast today. Lee and Miles, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Unlocking Potential, a podcast from Baldwin. Gentlemen, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, thank you, Tyler. Tyler.
2: Great speaking week
0: today. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Unlocking Potential with Baldwin Technologies. We appreciate it very much. Of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest from Baldwin. So go hit up Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts these days, make sure to go and check out the podcast and stay tuned for more episodes. We will be back with them very shortly. But for my guest today, Liam Miles, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.